Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Backintosh. Now a clear sky and 29 degrees. The Wichita City Council voted 5-2 to two to approve the city's updated downtown parking plan. New parking meters will allow users to pay by using coins or bills, a credit or debit card, or a smartphone app. Independent contractors will manage the system. Councilmember Brandon Johnson said the plan will need to be flexible and the city would need to communicate those changes with the public. I think as long as we work on that balance to make sure there's options for coins and apps, uh, we're good. Like Councilmember Fry said, a lot of communication for sure. The city will roll out the modernized plan during 2024 at a cost of $648,000. After that, it will cost the city $1.3 million a year to operate, but the city will earn $2.7 million in revenue. Parking fines will increase from $10 to $35 under the new plan. Rodney Price, KNSS News. After threats to withdraw funding, plagiarism accusations, and a complicated congressional hearing on anti-Semitism, the president of Harvard has followed the lead of the president of the University of Pennsylvania and resigned. Claudine Gay's resignation letter came after new accusations of plagiarism were leveled against her. Gay had defended herself from the prior accusations, and so had Harvard. But they surfaced after New York Republican Congressman Elise Stefanik asked Gay during a congressional hearing if calling for genocide against Jews constituted bullying or harassment. Gay said it depended on the context. Tuesday, Stefanik told Fox's America Reports. The fact that the Harvard Corporation, we now know, knew about that before the congressional hearing and tried to cover it up and threaten media outlets to sue them is a disgrace. Gay called it distressing to have doubt cast on her commitment to confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor and frightening to receive threats fueled by racial animus. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Israeli forces have launched a drone strike targeting a Hamas leader as fighting in the region intensifies. Fox's Trey Yinks reports from Tel Aviv. The strike's target, Hamas Deputy Chairman Salah Al-Aruri. A key Hamas political figure, Al-Aruri, met this October with Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah. He was also considered one of Hamas's main links to Iran. Reports indicate Israel is bracing for retaliation from the Lebanese militant group Hezbollah or Palestinian factions that could include long-range fire toward Israeli cities. 
The uncertainty along Israel's northern front comes as the IDF continues to push forward with operations in southern Gaza, going after new Hamas hideouts and infrastructure. A Palestinian source in Gaza indicated to Fox News that airstrikes have been less intense over the past 24 hours, but that humanitarian needs remain. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is vowing Israel will not stop until Hamas is defeated and those who held being held hostage are released. A man from Goddard sentenced to life in prison for the murder of his mother just over two years ago. 44-year-old Kyle Romney received the life sentence Tuesday with parole eligibility after 54 years. The murder took place in October of 21 and Romney was convicted of first-degree murder this past November in the death of 67-year-old Denise Breit. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will adopt a legislative platform for the coming Kansas legislative session. Commission Chair Pete Meitzner shared some of the important issues with KNSS News. Supporting uh, workforce, for sure, uh, and attracting and retaining talent is is a big one for us. And... uh, and continued support to, to finish up the uh, BIOS, the, uh, the KU-WSU uh, Med Center that's going to be downtown. Meitzner commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 6.08 now, 8 minutes past 6 o'clock. We do have some fog in the area, 24 degrees right now. Two people were killed after a robbery suspect drove the wrong way down a Kansas City interstate. It happened Tuesday morning when a man robbed a gas station. Police say he ran into at least three vehicles and fired shots at two of them. Food and Fuel Espresso General Manager Benjamin Walker described what happened. He was very quick and precise. I mean, I I can't speak of anything else on that. He came in, he demanded money, he uh, waved a gun around, uh, he fired one shot off in the store. Luckily, my team member wasn't injured at all. Suspect led police on a chase driving the wrong way on I-435 before crashing into a car. Police say two people are dead but have not said if the suspect is one of them. A Japan aircraft carrying hundreds of passengers burst into flames after colliding with a Coast Guard aircraft. Fox's Anita Vogel gives us the latest. The Japan Airlines flight lands at Tokyo's Haneda Airport and collides with a small Coast Guard plane, igniting this massive fire. There were 379 people on board the Airbus A350, a double-aisle passenger plane often used on long-haul international routes. Cell phone video shows the cabin filling up with smoke, which one passenger said, quote, stung like hell. It took the Airbus crew 20 minutes to get everyone out the emergency slides, and the fire eventually caused the plane to completely collapse. The pilot was able to escape from the plane, but five remaining crew members died. Gun rights groups have filed a federal lawsuit challenging Colorado's ban on so-called ghost guns. In a federal lawsuit, the Rocky Mountain Gun Owners and the National Association for Gun Rights allege Colorado's ban on ghost guns infringes on Second Amendment rights. Often 3D printed or assembled at home, ghost guns are firearms with no serial numbers, making them harder to trace and easier to evade background checks. The law, which took effect this week, bars anyone except for licensed firearm manufacturers from creating 
creating gun frames and receivers, which house internal components and prohibits the transport and possession of frames and receivers with no serial numbers. According to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, ghost guns used in crimes jumped by 1,000 percent from 2017 to 2021. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Sedgwick County has released information from the non-emergency call line set up on New Year's Eve. Officials report a total of 69 calls between 11.55 p.m. and 12.10 as Wichita was ringing in the new year. That number is down from 85 calls received last January. KNSS News Time now, 6.11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. This morning here in the Wichita area, we've got some potentially dangerous uh, conditions out there. we got some patchy fog in the area, freezing conditions, so watch out for... A little bit of ice. Things could get a little slippery out there. Uh, we do have a stalled-out vehicle. This is northbound I-135, the ramp from 61st Street North. And so uh, watch out there. Again, that's northbound I-135, the ramp from 61st Street North. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have some dense freezing fog across south-central Kansas here this morning. That's expected to finally move out around noontime in a clearing sky with a high 42. More dense fog develops again after midnight, Charlo 27. Tomorrow's high 42 with a decent chance of snow arriving late Thursday night into Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky with fog in the area, 24 degrees. And we have a northwest wind at only 5 miles per hour, so not a lot of breeze out there. To move that fog around at 612 now, Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS. We had a partly cloudy, cold day across central Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high temperature was 44 degrees, normal high 43. The day before that, the high was 31, so it warmed up a little bit, quite a bit yeah. yesterday. Today is January 3rd, 2023. And on this date in 1949, two F3 tornadoes struck southeast Kansas. The first twister had a track 18 miles long and averaged 150 yards wide as it crossed eastern Wilson and western Neosho counties. Hmm. Seven homes were destroyed, along with 12 miles of power lines. Second twister had a track 25 miles long and averaged 150 yards wide, and it struck northern Allen and southern Anderson counties. The old January tornadoes. Two farm homes and three barns destroyed. Doesn't mention any... Fatalities or injuries, even. That was in 1949, yeah, in, in the 1st of January. Wow. January, yeah. On this date in 1959, Alaska became the 49th state as President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed a proclamation. And the first thing we had to do was go out and change the flags, put another star on there. And we had 48, and they spaced out just right. Then you have 49. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Alaska Day. Yeah. As I remember reading about that, and that would have been, what, Fourth grade, I've read about that in my weekly reader. On Friday, we got these little four-page newspapers. I don't know who put them out, but I looked forward to them. And for little kids, you know, it was just summarizing news for yeah, them. Yeah, we got those, too. Did you get them? They were still around when I, I was a kid. I don't know if they're still around now, but uh, I, I loved them. I looked forward to them. Maybe, maybe it's because I knew someday that we'd be doing news on the Maybe. When I was nine years old, yeah. <laughs> maybe sure. that inspired us both. <laughs> Wichita City Manager Robert Layton will see receive a pay raise. City Council approved the increase Tuesday. A 7.5%, 7.5% raise will be retroactive to January 4th of 2022. 
The council's performance review was recently completed, and the body said Layton's work on several significant projects, including ARPA fund management, the Northwest Water Treatment Facility construction, and the soon-to-be-constructed downtown Biomed campus, led to Tuesday's move. Layton's base salary prior to the raise, $234,617. What does that mean, retroactive to 2022? I don't know how they pay him. Does they that mean he's going to get each a 15-month 7% yeah. raise? Each check now is going to be bigger. Well, by now, I'm not, it says retroactive. Well, you can't go back and pay him over again. Can't but why? that's why you use the word retroactive, the last two years. Yeah. So does that mean he's going to be getting this huge lump sum of 7.5% for the last 15 months? Probably. They missed paying him. Or for the last uh, 25 months? They didn't pay him what he was supposed to have that's for what a I mean. year. Is he going to get this huge, I don't know, this huge bonus here? Yeah, call him and ask him. <laughs> Probably going to give it to him in $10 bills. <laughs> or it could just be added to his next several paychecks yeah, well, and installments. You they'll know, figure yeah, it out. There's, they gonna, there's, there's ways they can either do way, it. Either way. There's tons of them. He's going to have some nice money coming oh, to yeah. him. Oh, yeah. And it, I said it's a good that's a good amount to be paid. For, believe me, I think it is. On the other hand, the guy's got a lot of responsibility. And uh, if you go out to hire somebody new, what are you going to pay them? Well, just look at it this way. 50 grand? If some company out there wants to hire me... Just give me some retroactive pay increases, and I might want to go work for them. Hmm. I really yeah, would. Nobody does that but city government. <laughs> it's not retroactive, though. You're not working for them yet. Well, yeah, yeah but if it's <laughs> retroactive to some point in the past when I could have been working for them. Who's going that's to give all you that contract? City, city of Wichita, maybe. But you don't work for them yet. It no. can't be retroactive if you don't work for them yet. Well, retroactive to a time when I could have been working for them. <laughs> that's not the way it works. Yeah. Here's an interesting story out of Salt Lake City this morning. Okay. A man found dead inside an airplane engine Monday night at Salt Lake City International Airport after police say he breached an emergency exit door, walked onto the tarmac, and climbed inside the jet's engine. Salt Lake City Police Department says officers found 30-year-old Kyler Effinger of Park City unconscious inside an engine mounted to the wing of a commercial aircraft loaded with passengers. Plane had been sitting on a de-icing pad, and its engines were rotating. And this guy's in there with the engine inside an engine. He was a ticketed passenger with a boarding pass to Denver. He was a ticketed passenger. Yeah, seems like there may have been some. Well, maybe he just didn't get his meds what? right that day. He winds up in the engine. Those things are huge. There's room in there for several people. Six seventeen, Stephen Ted, in the morning here on KNSS, and on this Wednesday morning. It's time for leadoff sports this morning with uh, Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, we had college men's basketball action last night up in Manhattan. Kansas State finishing up its non-conference portion of the schedule, taking on Chicago State. K-State was a pretty whopping favorite in this one. That's not the way it ended up. Uh, K-State was behind in the second half. Chicago State, although, only scored 25 points in the second half, and K-State flipped this game around with a 17-4 run spanning halftime. And did beat the Cougars, not by much. 62-55 was the final score. You heard the game last night over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. 9,100 fans were on hand at the game in Bramlage last night. K-State junior Cam Carter leading the way with 19 points and 7 rebounds. And junior Arthur Kaluma had 14 points and 13 rebounds. We have college women's basketball tonight. The Shocker ladies are heading down to Houston to take on Rice. Conference road opener for the Shockers. Wichita State women are 1-0 in conference play right now. First meeting with the Owls in 37 years. 
a top 100 team is Rice. Uh, this will not be on campus at Rice. Uh, there's something wrong with the facility there. So they're going to play this game at the University of Houston, also in town. Uh, Steve Strain will have live coverage of Shocker women's basketball as they try to improve to 2-0 in the conference. Live coverage of the Shocker ladies at 645 this evening, and that's over on KFH. We have basketball here in town tonight for Friends University hosting Tabor in men's and women's action. The women's game is up first at 6 o'clock. The Friends women are 5-1 and one in the conference. The Tabor women are undefeated atop the conference. So first place is on the line tonight. Tabor at Friends women, 6 o'clock tonight on the west side of town. Hockey in the National Hockey League last night. The Edmonton Oilers win on home ice, beat the Philadelphia Flyers 5-2. Starting in goalie for Edmonton, former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner had 35 saves. Picked up the win, and on defense for Edmonton, another former Thunder player, Vincent Descharnay, got in a couple of hits. Edmonton is on a six-game winning streak, and just one point behind for a wild-card spot right now with that win last night. A couple of Thunder players helping Edmonton to the victory. Let's go to the NBA last night, and a game of note, the Philadelphia 76ers win at home, and they beat the Chicago Bulls, 110-97, to four local players helping out the 76ers to that win last night. Start out with starting center, Joel Embiid, former Kansas Jayhawk. 31 points, 15 rebounds, wow. 10 assists. <laughs> his seventh double-double. I'm, I'm sorry, playing, his seventh triple-double of his career. He's playing some ball right now. Well, he's the league's reigning MVP. Yeah. He's putting up huge numbers. Also in the starting lineup for the 76ers at guard, another Jayhawk, Kelly Oubre. 16 points. He made three three-pointers, three rebounds, three assists, and three steals. Coming off the bench for the Sixers, another Jayhawk. Marcus Morris had two points and two rebounds. And coming in late in the game and making his NBA debut, another former Shocker has made it to the NBA, Ricky Council. Played six minutes, missed a three-pointer, but he is now in the NBA. How about that? Got his NBA debut. So two uh, former Shockers have made their NBA debut this year. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Ricky Council made it up to the 76ers. And it gets helps the 76ers get the win there. The Sixers have won three of their last four. They're in the number three spot in the Eastern Conference. There you go. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 621 now. Keep it in for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Plus, we've got traffic and weather on the way. We're just getting rolling here with Stephen Ted of the Morning on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 6.30 on this Wednesday morning. The Wichita City Council has passed a new ordinance that will impose fines on landlords convicted of retaliatory evictions. A landlord will have 30 days to file a written response to a complaint filed. If convicted, that person will face a fine of between $1,000 and $2,500. The conviction will be posted on the city's housing website for a period not to exceed two years. The council also passed an ordinance amendment that pertains to campaign finance rules. It will prohibit candidates in city elections and their political committees from accepting contributions from corporations or LLCs whether the donor resides in or out of state. Consistent with state law, any person can contribute up to $500 to a candidate in city elections per election cycle. A violation is a misdemeanor with a fine not to exceed $2,500 and one year in jail. Rodney Price, KNSS News. 
Yesterday, it was the last official Wichita City Council meeting for Mayor Brandon Whipple and Council Members Brian Fry and Jeff Bluebaugh. Council Member Becky Tuttle had these words for the outgoing trio. And in 1,462 days from today, it will be my last meeting on Wichita City Council on January 3rd of 2028. And I hope that I am as proud of myself as you all should be today. Whipple lost in the general election in November. Fry is finishing his second and final term. Bluebaugh is planning to run for a spot on the Sedgwick County Commission. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will adopt a legislative platform for the upcoming Kansas legislative session. Commission Chair Pete Meissner tells KNSS News. The real hard work is during the session. Uh, they, they change pretty quickly. They can, they can have an agenda item show up or get introduced. And you, the real work is to be flexible uh, and be available to go into Topeka and, and testify at the committees that might be hearing an issue. Meissner commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. The Kansas court system is almost back to normal following a foreign cyber attack in October. 18th District Chief Judge Jeff Gehring says it will still take some time for Sedgwick County to digitize all the information that was taken down on paper. Now the challenge for the clerks is to upload all of those paper pleadings that we took in for the last, you know what, uh, three months or so. No information was lost. The online payment system has been restored. A federal appeals court says hospitals are not required to perform emergency abortions in Texas. After the Supreme Court overturned Roe, the Biden administration issued guidance to all states, saying that if an abortion would save a woman's life, then a hospital was required to perform one or be in violation of the 1986 Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. Well, Texas sued, and the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals sided with Texas, finding that emergency law says hospitals have to stabilize a pregnant woman and her fetus. Not that there's an unqualified right for the pregnant woman to abort her child. The Ninth Circuit sided with the state of Idaho in a similar case, but said the state Supreme court already clarified Idaho's abortion law makes an exception to save the life of a mother. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Las Vegas has approved a new rule aimed at keeping crowds moving. Sin City apparently has a problem with pedestrian bottlenecks on the famed Las Vegas Strip. The Clark County Commission voted to prohibit people from stopping or standing on pedestrian bridges or near escalators, stairs, or elevators. In a city known for its anything-goes attitude, blocking foot traffic could result in a misdemeanor charge that could mean a fine or worse for some unlucky tourists. But local leaders are hoping to keep revelers moving up and down the strip. Tom Graham, Fox News. Let's take a look at the forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We can expect quiet weather across Wichita today and tomorrow, but things change by Thursday night as the storm system lifts out of the panhandles. That will bring us some snowfall, potentially one to two inches over some areas through Friday. We are dealing with some widespread dense fog this morning. Today's high 42, tonight's low 27, Thursday back in the low 40s. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now clear sky, 24 degrees and northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. And yes, we are looking at some uh, spotty fog around the area this morning. Today is January 3rd, 20... <laughs> I've been doing this all... I've been doing this for a couple of days now. January 3rd, 2023. i got to change this form I'm using over here, Ted. Get up to date. That, I've done that every time. Every time there's a new year, I'm 
I have to catch up with those things, like writing checks, things like that. Well, anyway, on this date in 1960. Oh, you're the guy that still writes checks. Yeah, I'm in. I'm the guy, the one guy. On this date in 1961, President Dwight D. Eisenhower announced the United States was formally terminating diplomatic and consular relations with Cuba. Yep, uh, didn't like the idea of having a communist regime down there, a communist About dictator. 40 miles from yeah, the border. Right, <laughs> pretty close. Not very far. Yikes. Yeah, we got a story from Florida. And if you want a Florida story, we got one this morning. We got one every morning from Florida. A volunteer divers in Florida believe they have found the remains of a woman in a vehicle submerged in a retention pond near Walt Disney World, apparently solving a 12-year-old mystery oh, no. about what happened to her. Apparently, a divers from Sunshine State Sonar said they believe they found the remains of Sandra Lemire, Lemire Saturday while diving in a small retention pond at the Disney World exit on Interstate 4 in Kissimmee, Florida. Lee Meyer disappeared in May of 2012. She was last seen leaving a restaurant in Kissimmee, driving the minivan that was found. A group of divers had been searching for Lemire in 63 bodies of water over the last year and a half. I guess they have a way to do that without knowing there's a gator down there. There's a gator, yeah. Make sure there's no gators before you go down looking for people who are missing. Ugh. But uh, there's a, you know, having been to that part of the world, there are a lot of ponds. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. And, uh, yeah, a lot of gators, too. Anyway, they think they've solved a 12-year-old mystery. Ugh. A lottery player in Michigan has won the $842 million Powerball jackpot on the first day of 2024. First time it has been won on New Year's Day since the game start in 1992. Happy New Year. Winning You're numbers. Rich. Can you guess the winning numbers, Ted? No, you can't. <laughs> 12, 21, 42, 44, 49. And the red Powerball won. No one had Appropriate won. Appropriate for New Year's Day. Yeah. No one had won the Powerball jackpot since mid-October. Ooh. Enabling the prize to grow to the 10th largest in U.S. history. The $842.4 million payout is for a sole winner who opts for an annuity doled out over 30 years, but people usually prefer the lump sum option. For Monday's jackpot, that is estimated at uh, $425.2 million. And that's, I guess that's before taxes even. That's going to get down to about $150 million. <laughs> yeah, the shrinking jackpot. Yeah, it's not quite what it purports to be. Yeah. yeah. By the time everybody gets their chunk. Mm. But let's just say that person winds up with $300 million Yeah. Out of a promised $800 still, million. Yeah, well. I still think we ought to look into that and just say, if you're going to advertise it, you've got to pay it. They Somebody do pay can, it. Yeah, but uh, you got to pay. They can it. take the yeah, annual. Yeah, I guess they've got control. Somebody's always whoever's handing out the money always has control over it. Seems <laughs> until you until you get it and run away with it. Anyway, six thirty-seven now. Steve and Ted in the morning here, and it's uh, time for the uh, KNSS commodities update with Mr. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. The entire cattle complex made new highs for the current move up and closed with mostly triple-digit gains yesterday. Now, last week we saw the average Kansas steer cash price 
172.26. That was up a dollar 49 from the previous week. Lean hogs closed yesterday with triple-digit losses after trading mix in several contracts having new contract lows. On the close yesterday, Feb cattle three dollars forty-two cents higher at one seventy-one ninety-two. March feeders three dollars thirty-five cents higher, two twenty-six forty-five, and Feb hogs two sixty-five lower at sixty-five thirty-two. Now the weekly export inspections Tuesday morning held no positive surprises for the grains. Rain in the dry areas of Brazil resulted in a second straight session of double-digit losses for the soybean futures. March corn made a new contract low yesterday. We saw the dollar with its highest trade of the past six sessions, and we saw Kansas release yesterday an updated winter wheat condition rating. Good to excellent now at 43%. That was up from the last one of 39%. At the moment, March KC wheat down four and a quarter at 624 and three quarters. March corn unchanged at 463 and three quarters. March soybeans down a penny and three quarters at 1271 and three quarters. February crude oil trading 51 cents higher at 70.89. February gold $20.50 lower at 2052.90. The March S&P 21 points lower at 4766. March dollar index 23 cents higher at 102.12. And March Dow Jones futures 130 points lower at 37,863. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866. Six, go to Tom. Tom, with all that uh, turmoil in the Middle East, uh, I have not uh, been listening closely to what you've been saying about uh, crude oil prices over the past couple of weeks or maybe even the past month. What, As far as the crude oil prices are going, what, what are we looking at there? What's the trend? Up, down, middle? Where's it going on? Well, it's been trending to the upside. Yesterday, we actually saw it spike up $2.00 about this time of the morning, but then we ended up closing on the negative side. So once again, we're starting to work our way back down to the lows that we saw back there in almost the mid part of December, which is the lowest we'd been since back in July. So what upside we saw is starting to disappear again. It seems like one day we get really concerned about what's going on with Iran and the Red Sea area. The next day, it's not such a big deal. So it's a little hard to say. Mm. All right. And this all started, frankly, it was the Red Sea stuff uh, when we when we started reporting on the on the uh, the attacks on those ships coming through the Red Sea. And I, for for some reason, it, I had to go and geographically look up. Now, wait a minute, but the Red Sea isn't that? Why is that important? And I, you know, I had to come up my old geography book and find out. Well, it's right there, next between Egypt and and, uh, and uh, Arabia, and a lot of ships go through there. Into the Mediterranean, yes, the Mediterranean. That is a huge sh- shipping lane, isn't it? Very important. And and if they can't go through there, then it's a long ways around, which yeah. adds a lot yeah. of cost. Got to go clear around the Cape. Nobody yes. wants to do that. All right. Thank you, Tom. We appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Six forty-one. Now, Stephen, ten in the morning. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker, fighting inflation at the grocery store. That's coming up. Finding or fighting? Fighting. Fighting. As okay. in, gotcha. Fighting inflation at the grocery store with Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Coming up, Steve at 10 in the morning on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 647. 647 here on this Wednesday morning, 24 degrees. Three big things. Tuesday was the last Wichita City Council meeting for Mayor Brandon Whipple and Council Members Brian Fry and Jeff Bluebaugh. City Council approves a new parking plan for downtown Wichita. Israeli forces say they've taken out a top Hamas leader with a drone strike. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic volumes... Picking up right now, still not really seeing too huge of an issue on the roadways right now. Heaviest traffic does appear to be on K-15. That is between 31st Street South and MacArthur Road. So just uh, watch for some heavy traffic in that area right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Dense fog is possible this morning. Then sunny today with a high of 43 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 26. For Thursday, partly sunny, tomorrow's high 42 degrees. Now a clear sky with some fog in the area, 24 degrees. And we have a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. You know what makes a great gift for any occasion? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas, in historic Delano. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS. How can you keep your information out of the hands of scammers? Fox on set. It's a new year, and with it comes a new chance to be fooled by scammers on your personal tech. Scammy text messages you get on your phone are not a new phenomenon. You've probably gotten your fair share in recent years. Hopefully you know better by now than to hand over a password or the last four of your soch. But there's another kind of tech scam. It's new, and it's a bit more crafty. The bad guys get a hold of your contacts and they send them messages pretending to be you. Imagine your mom thinking you're texting her, claiming to be harmed. Sometimes they trick your contacts into clicking malicious links or giving personal data. They can even do it via Apple's iMessage, the Blue Bubble texts. The best thing you can do to stop it is to keep your phone updated, change passwords if you think they're compromised, enable two-factor authentication, and consider antivirus software, and call police if you feel endangered. With Fox on Tech, 
I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. And it's a new year for Wall Street. The major average is taking a pause from last year's big gains and ending mixed on this first day of trading for the new year. Tech stocks were the biggest losers, dragging the tech-heavy Nasdaq sharply lower as Treasury yields climb and following a downgrade for Apple. Shares of cruise operators were among the worst performers in the S&P 500 today after posting record gains last year. An Apple stock tumbling over 3% following a downgrade from Barclays analyst Tim Long, who said it was time for a breather. The Dow winners Amgen, Merck, and United. Health Group, the Dow Decliners, Apple, Microsoft, and Salesforce. The Dow up 26 points, the Nasdaq down 245, S&P 500 down 27. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Fighting inflation at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker here to tell us about it. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good, good, good. Good, good. You know, being a Scotsman as you are. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're the same way, but I retain prices of most items that I purchase. I keep it in my mind for some reason. I, I can tell you the price of apples right now. I can't. I generally enjoy food shopping, but during the height of the recent price inflation, I, I was shocked at grocery store prices. Much has dropped dramatically, back down a bit, but... Still not to pre-inflation levels for everything. There are many ways that I've learned to bring down the amount that I spend at the grocery store. Here are some of them. Well, I started paying attention to the loyalty programs and have alerts sent with uh, those weekly specials. Clipping electronic coupons, you just punch a button before shopping can stave a bunch. And I can often build up points that can be redeemed for other discounts, like at the gas pump. Well, if you have several different groceries within a reasonable distance, spend time at each one of them and learn where they excel in product with the lowest price. Canned goods may be cheaper at the big outlets, but produce may be better value at another store. You'll quickly learn where to shop for the best prices and quality on specific items. Don't be afraid of store brands. They are often produced by name brand sources with slight recipe changes, Many are very good and a lot cheaper. I've learned that. Stay away from packaged and processed foods. You can buy celery sticks already cut and packaged or a stock of celery for a third of the price. Cutting celery ribs is not that difficult. The same goes for shredded cheese and cut fruit. If you bring your own bags, you'll often get a bit of a credit on your bill and you won't need to dispose of that pesky plastic when you get home. Buy in bulk if you can. Reasonably fine, you know, store those items. Paper goods are a lot cheaper in bulk, but you'll need storage to really benefit. If you have a big family, consider getting an upright freezer for when you find items on sale or heavily discounted at wholesale club stores. And, of course, if you have any questions on this or other savings tips, give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. I was just uh, thinking about that to my dad. And mom, at some point, that was about, I don't know, eight, ten years old, they bought themselves a freezer. Yeah. And uh, it was in the garage. Yeah. And uh, they would uh, go to the, at the time, we were in Dodge City. Uh-huh. I remember going down to the locker with dad, and he would buy Get certain a certain side of, of beef. beef. Yeah. Yeah. It's all packaged up, take it home, and there's like 30 packages, and mom can pop one out, whatever. Yeah. Now, was that it was, a deep freeze or an upright freezer? Uh, well, we had an upright yeah. Okay. Because those deep freezers are up. They're great, but they're a pain in the butt because stuff gets lost down at the bottom. <laughs> oh, really? You never oh, find yeah. it. You find, oh, there's that burger <laughs> I bought three years ago. <laughs> the body of your ex wife might be down there, you know? Anything. Good point. <laughs>
<laughs> all right. Hey, you're all bundled up. Is it cold out there this morning? It is a little chilly. It's not, it seems like it's a little more balmy than it was yesterday. It doesn't well, seem like it was uh, a little no, the cooler. wind's not blowing yeah. as much today. That might be it. How much wind? All right, Don. Today is, uh, what do you want to celebrate today? National Drinking Straw Day? Uh, oh, sure. I'll tell you what. Yeah. That sucks. This. <laughs> <laughs> this commemor- throw my breakfast on that one. Commemorates the date in 1888 that Marvin C. Stone received the patent for the paper drinking straw. Oh, thank you, Marv. Yeah. It's a good idea. Marv Stone. Wow. Since then, a variety of drinking straws are used. It is believed the Sumerians used the very first drinking straws for drinking beer. So Marvin just stole their idea. Yeah, he stole the idea from the Sumerians. You know, <laughs> had a good idea for drinking beer with a straw. Well, beer, they, they used to say if you drink beer with a straw, you get drunk faster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Sumerians had it figured out. They told yeah, us, you could figure, you could save save on beer. They told us a lot of things when we were teenagers that didn't turn out to be. Well, true. now, now I do, I do appreciate. You know, you've seen the pictures of the turtles with the straws going through their nose, yeah. and there is too much plastic floating around out there, and it does hurt the wildlife. But, but man, going back to the the paper, those twisted paper straws. I'm sorry. About ten minutes in a drink, and it's dissolved. Well, at Starbucks, I got I picked. They had a paper straw there offered, so I took one. And you're right; it collapses in about uh, about a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. You got a thick milkshake. Uh-uh, yeah. not going to work. So plus, it kind of imparts a little bit of a papery taste a lot of times. I never it. got that, but yeah. they're usually lined with wax or something. Okay. Or, yeah. But anyway, I you, I usually don't use a straw on anything, but uh, you know, like that. Yeah. Mm, milkshake or something. Anyway, National okay. Straw Day. I'm, thank you guys for helping Let's me take out. Let's take a straw poll and see if we like it. <laughs> oh, okay. It says Straw Day sucks. Okay. Thank you, guys. Coming up at 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning with Stephen Ted, a president. The president of Harvard has resigned. And Israeli forces say they have killed a high-ranking Hamas leader. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. The new We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.